0: Welcome to Blue Talks. Thank you so much for being here and thank you so much, Corey, for this amazing opportunity. I really appreciate having the opportunity to be here. I do a lot of public speaking in my job. I'm an education consultant and I do a lot of public speaking at workshops and stuff. But today I'm challenging myself, you know, doing something that uh, scares you and I'm kind of going more into my uh, spiritual realm, which is why I call this wisdom from the teacups. So I'm going to start by telling you a little story about showing up. Because like she said, I believe that when we show up to our own lives, the positive, the negative, the good, the bad, the challenges, the celebrations, that's what allows us to grow and then empower others around us. So a while back, it was about five years ago, I guess, I was in Ontario and I went for a little hike and I walked up to this little place that was a waterfall. This isn't the actual waterfall, but something like this. It wasn't this big, magnificent. It was just a nice little brook. And as I was walking, Oh, we lost our blue. <laughs> we lost our B. I'll fix that. Um, as I was walking, I was asking sort of my guides, what's next? I've been given this gift of being able to do what I call soul telepathy. I'll explain that later. I've been given this gift to help channel and help people. And I was asking, what's next? What's next? And I was actually almost feeling angry. I was kind of like, OK, I've been given this gift. Why haven't I been guided to the next step? What's next? What's next? And I was hiking as I was walking, and then I found that space, and I just sat sort of on a log, and I was watching the the water and the people coming and going. And I remember seeing there was a couple, there was a family, there was a photographer, and just kind of people came and went in the space. I did notice one particular gentleman, and the only reason why I noticed him is because he looked like he might be Indigenous. And at that moment, I thought, what are the Indigenous groups in Ontario? I know what they are where I live, but what are they there? And I was just kind of thinking that, other than that, I hadn't, didn't, we didn't have any conversation. There was no eye contact, nothing. I just noticed him. I was noticing. I guess that's the, noticing with gratitude. I guess that's where it starts from. So as I'm sitting there and, you know, noticed him at one point, and then he disappeared at another point, And I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I hear, hey. And I look up and just across uh, from where I was sitting on the, on the other bank, this fellow was standing there. And he said, thanks for showing up. And then he turned around and he walked away. And I was like, uh, yeah, you too. Like, I, And I kept thinking to myself, thanks for showing up. Like, What a strange thing to say to somebody. Thanks for showing up. But then I sat there and I was like, thanks for showing up. And then I started thanking myself for showing up. And I started saying, thanks, Nancy, for showing up. Oh, my goodness, I'm going to get emotional. Thanks, Nancy, for showing up, leaving an abusive relationship. Thanks, Nancy, for showing up when your son came out as trans. Thanks, Nancy, for showing up when your your daughter was diagnosed with a blood disease. Thanks for showing up, you know, in all these different situations. But then I thought, wait a minute, Nancy, thanks for showing up today here in Ontario. Thanks for going for this hike. Thanks for showing up every morning, every day, at your job, with your family, the good days, the bad days. Thanks for showing up. And I started really thinking about it. Thanks for showing up, and I thought, that's what it's about, it's about showing up. And that's when I started to actually sort of accept my gift because up until that point, because I live in the education realm, I'm an assistant principal of a school, I'm very, you know, um, in this, this professional realm, to say, I do soul telepathy, and I channel what your own soul is trying to tell you, and I read tea leaves. People will be like, oh, you're weird, right? But no, I had to show up, because that's part of why I'm good at my job. That's why I'm a really good administrator. That's why I'm a really good teacher, is because I show up to those gifts, and I use them all the time. So what I did for today's presentation, this bee is just like showing up. But um, I I uh, stay, all right. <laughs> We hear you, we got you, okay. So what I did today is I took a couple of, when I do tea leaves for people or when I do readings for people, I never, it's not telling the future. What it is, is what is relevant at this moment in time? What is it that your own soul needs to hear for your next step in evolution? So I chose a few particular teacups that really spoke to me because I thought they were wonderful life lessons in terms of showing up. So. You can challenge yourself to see the image in the cup as i'm going to explain it so this little cup is a little guy going like this kind of wing okay and the idea is good bad whatever there's a zen proverb where it talks about Um, you know, the, the guy finds a wild horse and everyone's like, oh, how fantastic you got this wild horse. And then his son tries to train the wild horse and breaks his leg. And they're like, oh, how terrible for you. Your son broke his leg. And the guy's always like, good, bad, whatever. And then, you know, war breaks out because the son has a broken leg. He doesn't get conscripted to war. So good, bad, whatever. And it's a reminder that sometimes those situations that are the, challenging, we're like, this is terrible. Give it a little bit of time, and maybe it's not so bad. Maybe it's something that we needed to learn. I know in my own life, the most challenging, difficult times were in that moment. I'm like, this is terrible. I've always grown from that moment. I always, even just yesterday, I had a moment. And it was like, yeah, this is really hard. But today, I'm here going. Let's show up. And what did I learn from that? And it's about that reframing. So good, bad, whatever, right? We don't always know. On that same topic, I don't, it's hard, this one's a little harder to see, but you can see the horse at the top with the rider. That's us on our life journey, right? We're, we're being propelled through our life journey. And all the stuff, there's a heart, there's a vacuum cleaner, there's a desk. This is all of the stuff, all the things that we've been through. And the idea is that on our life journey, right? Average life expectancy now is about 80-something. So if you think about that life journey, even the really big, horrific, momentous events are a blip on that timeline. Even if they totally changed your life and they 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 empowered you to do something, or maybe they destroyed you for a little while, in the big timeline of your life, in that, that whole span, it's one blip right? And if you take your soul lifetime, it's an even smaller blip. So sometimes when we're in that moment of this is big, you know, even positive, negative, whatever, this is big, it's a blip in your timeline. And that helps us to show up. And I found when I was going through my divorce and leaving a very difficult, abusive relationship, and I remember literally walking in the front door and crumpling one time, and just like couldn't even make it past the front door, thinking, this is terrible. I miss my children because they had to go to him, even though they didn't have a relationship with him at that time, and it was terrible. And I sat there going, "Okay, six months from now, this will be a bit different. A year from now, this will be better. And five years from now, this will be a memory. And I kept telling myself that to help me reframe so that in that moment, it didn't feel so terrible. And so this teacup is reminding us that we are, the big part of us is that horse. We're on a journey and all the things that are leading up to it are just blips in our timeline. And so if we can reframe and refocus, then even the most terrible events, and I'll tell you, there's been some terrible events, are just a blip in our timeline. And especially when we think of our soul timeline, it's just a blip. This one, this one's especially point, which is funny because when I was doing it, I almost didn't include this slide and then the events that happened yesterday in my own life. This is super poignant. What this is, is a little guy, he's got his sword and he's running, right? He's running and right behind him, he's already just slashed through all the stuff. Right. And what this is about is face your barriers. The things that are staring you in the face saying you can't do this. You can't take a step. You can't grow. This is when you take that sword or lightsaber, whatever one you want, and you just smash them, right? And you just keep going. And it's about keeping going, right? Yeah, there's barriers. And yeah, it takes effort to smash through them, but if we keep going, we will make progress, right? So face what scares you, stand up, and smash through those barriers. This one, it's a little dark, it's hard to see. Um, I did a reading for a lady that was really struggling with depression and this one came up and I really loved it. It's a dragon with a little crescent moon, right? So the dragon is about standing in your power, being fierce and even when we don't even believe because dragons may or may not be mythical creatures, even if we don't believe that we have that power, We can stand in that power, kind of fake it till you make it. Believe that you can. And then even in the dark of the moon, always, if you just wait a little bit, there's a sliver of light, right? So if you wait long enough, that sliver of light comes back. So no matter how dark that gets, if you stand in that power and you allow yourself to be fierce and hold that power, even if you don't believe in it, you hold that power, the light will come. The the moon does shift, the crescent will come, that sliver of light will come. You just have to wait, just be patient and it'll come. This one, again, um, another client of mine that was struggling with some depression. And what this was about was practicing joy. So it's harder to see. There's a woman on the side, there's a butterfly, there's a flower, she's about to hold the flower, okay? The message in this one was that we have to practice joy. It is so easy when we watch the news, when we um, listen to the problems that are going on. When we look at our own lives and there's like financial issues or family issues, relationship issues, our own health issues, whatever it is, it's so easy to just start focusing on the negative and what's wrong and what's bad. And it's 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 easy to, to start doing it. We almost practice looking at the negative because we're so bombarded by it. What this teacup was about was practice those moments of joy. When you have those little moments of joy, like, You've gone for a walk and there's a beautiful cloud with a tree and you're like, that's really pretty. Take that moment as a snapshot and remind yourself right now, in this moment, no matter what other chaos is going on right now in this moment, it's okay and it's joyful and it's beautiful and it's something I can celebrate. And the more times that you start to to celebrate that and hear that and take notice of that, It's like practicing. You start seeing it more and more. You start finding those opportunities for joy more and more and more. So it's about practicing. And it's not about those big things, like, oh, this is the thing I'm going to post on Instagram and Facebook and all different things. It's about those little things. It's about the time when I was walking with my granddaughter and we saw two caterpillars stuck together and they were walking, they were, and I'm thinking to myself, well, that's a little bit odd. I didn't realize caterpillars did that or what are they doing? You know, and she's asking me that too, you know, and we had a a laugh about it and we, you know, and I thought this is a real special moment of joy. Is it a big momentous moment that I'm going to write about and do it. No, but it was this little moment of joy. And the more times we practice that joy and take those little snapshots. And I've, I've often talked to my kids or people around me, this is a snapshot moment. And in that moment, we just stop and we take a picture in our mind's eye and go, in this moment, in fact, just now when I did that, I was taken back to a snapshot I did last summer when I was floating on Pamuna River. And I was floating and it was beautiful and the sun was on my face. And, you know, I was in this peaceful, great space and I was just and I thought this was a snapshot moment. And I took in all the sights, all the sounds, all the all the experience around me. And you internalize it just for that moment so that in a moment like this, when I started recalling a snapshot moment, that was the snapshot I recalled. So if you take moments, just take those little snapshot moments right now as you're doing it, as this is happening. Hey, this is a good moment. I really like this song. I'm jamming out in my car. This is a nice moment. Take a snapshot. What song is it? Where are you? What are you doing? What's around you? Because the more you practice that, the more you'll automatically look for the joy. It's like if I told you to notice everything red, all of a sudden you would notice everything red. The red's always been there. But if I've told you to notice everything red, you're now noticing everything red. So if we're practicing these moments of joy and we train our minds to find those moments of joy, we start to practice and become more adept at finding those moments of joy. All right, and this one, I love this image. This one was actually for, I'm sure some of you wrote for Modern Warrior Magazine or Life Quote Journal. This is a publication that I I did teacups for. So what I would do is the beginning of the month, I'd. Um, go inside, channel the message, channel the wisdom. What's the wisdom for the month? I'd send them the picture, I'd send them the write-up and they'd put it in the magazine. This is one I particularly loved. So on the bottom, there's a person meditating. Okay, you can see the person sitting meditating. And then there's another little character that's blowing a kiss, like this, and the wishes are going up. So what it is, is asking us to stop and center yourself. What is it you really want? What is it you really want? What's your next step? What is it you want? And it's not, oh, I want you know, some money. It's, okay, I want the wisdom to figure out how to increase my financial uh, ability or whatever it is. And so ask yourself, what is it you really want from that place of inside? not from what you should have or a place of comparison a place of looking at other people and what they've got or what they're doing it's what do i want so from that place of meditation contemplation inner inner knowing inner awareness as our first speaker was talking about really knowing yourself from that place that's where you form your intentions then when you make your intentions this is the little guy blowing his kiss when you make your intentions You send it out into the world. It's blowing a kiss because when we blow a kiss, it's like farewell, right? We're, we're sending it off, right? We don't go running after that kiss and try and get it back. We're sending it off. Right? So when you're setting your intentions, when you it's coming from that, from that place of what do I really want? That wholeness, you blow the kiss, you send it off and you let it go and you trust that it's going where it needs to go, that it's going where it needs to go in order to guide you into what you need. And so it's just like when you're at a restaurant, you don't place your order and then run after the, the waiter and be like, Hey, are you going to put salt on that? Are you going to cook it this way? Are you going to You trust that your order is going to go and it's going to come back. Does it always come back exactly as you want it? Is it always your best? You know, My partner is a chef, and I know full well that there's lots of times it doesn't come back the way you expect it. <laughs> His always does, though. But, um, but you, you send it off, and it doesn't always come back the way you expect it, right? But you trust that you've sent off that order, and it's going to come back. So we let that intention go, and we put it out into the world. And then we trust that it's going to come back. But just like back in the beginning, it's about showing up. We have to show up and expect that it's going to be there. We have to show up to those joys and celebrations. Don't miss um, miss out on the learning from those difficult or challenging experiences. Show up to those experiences. Reframe if we need to, because you know, in the big scheme of our timeline, it's just one little blip. Even the biggest events are just one little blip. And so reframe, allow yourself to, to, to move forward, you know, face what you fear, challenge yourself, break down those barriers, right? And then allow yourself to set those attentions, practice the joy, fill your life with those moments of joy, those little snapshots of joy. Allow yourself to really understand what is it that you want next, set those intentions, and allow them to come back to you. Thank you so much for listening to me today. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Nancy. Thank you.